Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Welcome to an extraordinary episode of my podcast, where I have the privilege of sitting down with the remarkable Michael Bublé. In this candid conversation, we delve into the incredible journey of a global superstar who at 47 has gracefully evolved from a symbol of musical excellence and style to finding his voice as a man. Michael Bublé is a name synonymous with timeless classics and vocal brilliance. He signed his record deal with Reprise Records almost two decades ago, setting his sights on a mission that would shape his career. Not only did he vow to keep the flames of the great classics of the American songbook alive, but he also infused them with his unique style, vocal power, and unwavering passion. I sat down with Michael Bublé initially on the eve of his Australian tour to discuss the launch of his new fragrances, but the conversation just evolved into something so much bigger, as all good conversations do. Join us as we explore the depths of Michael's personal transformation and the challenges he faced even as a superstar. Our conversation delves into the often unspoken struggles, such as the famous imposter syndrome that can haunt even the most accomplished individuals. We explore wellness, both spiritual and physical, constructing a lovable persona, the transformative power of crisis and pain, and recognizing that these experiences can shape us in ways we never anticipated. One fascinating aspect is that we explore the remarkable connection between fragrance, music, and memory. You know that's a topic I love. Michael shares his insights on the profound emotional resonance that fragrances can evoke, paralleling the evocative power of his own music. Beyond the crooner image and glamour, Michael Bublé invites us to his private world as a devoted husband and a father of four and shares some jaw-dropping insights around moments that changed him forever. I invite you to get ready to embark on an unforgettable experience with the one and only Michael Bublé. This episode will leave you inspired, moved, and with a newfound appreciation for the power of music resilience and self-discovery. I really hope you enjoy it. I feel like I was so immature and so young for my age. Like, I was 27 when I got signed, but really I was 13. Really? At 32, I was like 17. And at 35, I was 20. But you came across as so sophisticated. Thank you, Warner Brothers, for marketing yeah, me that um, way. Yeah, Just, you were no, good. Listen, I've always been sophisticated. But also... I've always been sophisticated. No, listen... I I play the character, and for so many years, I found my the superhero that I wanted to be, the alter ego that I wanted to be. Oh, that's beautiful. And so I, all of the people that I ever looked up to, all the guys that I thought were so cool, and like, you know, I wanted I wanted to have the, you know, I wanted to sort of have uh, all of these characteristics that I that I thought were so him. You know, and they were Teflon. And I was so young and I didn't know who I was. And so when I went on stage, I would find all of these, you know, I would find like the coolness of Steve McQueen and that, that sort of that, the humor of, I don't know, you know, um, 
some of my favorite actors and, and I would sort of put them all together and become this character. Mm. And so I had no idea who I was unless I was on stage because in real life I was a completely just a kid, you know, but, um, but it worked. I faked it until I made it. I have, um, Baha that I've constructed, yes. which is super high energy and a certain strength. And then I have BB, which is the softer, more vulnerable, very stripped back version of me. And I have softened as I've gotten older. Yeah. It's really interesting for me to hear someone of your experience and, and the world that you occupy that you gave yourself permission at a certain age, at a certain stage, because of something that was so seismic in your universe. Sure. It opened up, you know, your desire to to front up as the the core you. Part of that was honestly was was a fundamental. Uh, I my, there was an explosion where the, the real the question I kept saying to her, well, nothing matters. Yeah, none of this shit matters. All that matters is me being me and kind and good. And, and I got, you know, I got very, I was broken down. So all I cared about was, you know, just trying to, you know, thank the universe, God, whatever you want to call it for, all of them. for giving, you know, giving me this, my son. I always like fragrance. Sure. Sure. Like I used to like, I used to wear a, uh, in high school. Tell you, me. Uh, tell me. Oh can my I God. Eternity. I loved eternity. Can I be honest with you? <laughs> I still love eternity for me. Yeah, everyone That smell is so good. It's my good. first kiss. It's my me first too. <laughs> and so like, it was my, yeah, that's exactly right. So it's like, everyone's first kiss. You and like, I like soup. It was weird, yep. but it yep. smelled good. And it was like, like obsession. This company comes to me and they go, here's a boatload of money to do a perfume. Okay. And I say no. Oh, you said no? I said no. I don't want to do it. I'm not just not my I'm not that guy. Did you say I'm 20 not... years I'm gonna meet this girl whose only dream is to make a perfume and she's gonna step in So I wrote my dad an email and I was like, Dad, this is a lot of money and I don't like it. In my gut is saying no. And he went, How much money? <laughs> and I sent him the amount of money and he said, You're an idiot if you don't do this. So I still have, I, I would like to think that I have not only business acumen, but I'd like to think that I have a lot of pride. And so I called my manager and I said, okay, Bruce, I will do this, but I need full control. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I go, I want to go to the chemist. I want to be with the perfumers. I said, he wants to take the flowers. He wants you think to I'm joking? <laughs> I went and flew and spent three days. Congrats. No. I went to the, the whatever, the, where, whatever it's called, where they, they go. Bronson. No, where they make the chemical. Oh, uh, in the labs. In the labs. Oh, okay. And I literally went, I drove me crazy. For by invitation, it took me so long. I had six test bottles and they kept going, we need, we need to go, we need to go. And I said, we're not going, we're not doing it. I bet they loved you in they that lab. <laughs> well, then it got worse. Then, can I have that one? Yes, this is what well, I really like. It. Then, <laughs> it feels like a labor of love. Then, Saturday. we made this. And, and I was like, okay, this is good. I love this. Then they brought me the prototype bottle. Yeah. And I was in a dressing room getting ready for a show. And the bottle came. 
And they were like, we've made however many thousand of these. And I went, this looks cheap. Oh. I don't like the, the color. I don't like the shape. I don't like this tongue. I don't like the thing. I don't like the, uh, the, uh, script, the script. I named this. I had, I came up with three, something like 3,000 different names. I was like, I was in, well, you know what? I had worked my ass off for years to earn the respect and trust of an audience. And I wasn't going to throw it away so they could throw my name on something. So I like dove in and then it became something that I was passionate about because then I knew I could not go. I kept saying to my manager, I'm not going to go. I'm not doing interviews. I'm not sitting with journalists. I'm not going to hawk something and it sucks. And so I was really, I was, it was important for me. And then this came, they went back. It cost them a bunch of money. I think people wanted to kill me. You know what I'm interested in? Something that you said, you talked about the partnership you have with your okay. fragrance company. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you've signed a lot of contracts mm -hmm. in, in the past 20 years of your career. And as you said, you were 27 when you first started. So you have a very different approach. And you have, you're excited that people are paying you attention and they want you. So you, you do a different deal. And now... At 47, it's a really different way of doing business. And I'm, what I'm hearing is that it's the love, the respect, the trust that is what is so attractive and important to you. Um, and I'm wondering if those values meant as much to 27-year-old you as they do to 47-year-old you. Are they always, yeah. I mean, listen, I was 27 when I got signed, but I was 16 when I started working wow. the club. So it's been a one and a half my life but yeah i mean you know the reason i got here and the reason that you're here and you don't you don't get here and you don't stay here because you're lucky and you don't get here and stay here because you're so nice and courteous you're all those things but, but you do have a great reputation sure but i'm also i'm also tough i also um i have a, a deep high expectation for the people i work with for the people that i work for for the people who work for me that we all conduct business in the same way. My, this is going to sound so rudimentary, but my dad is a big part. He's my business partner, and he, and we would go to restaurants, and he would always say to me, "Son, if people feel they're being respected and given value for the hard-earned money, they'll always come back. They'll always come back. But the moment, the moment they feel like you've disrespected them, the moment they feel." And it's, and by the way, it isn't a matter of can they afford it or can't they afford it. It's not how much. It's the principle. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was always about the principle. And um, one of the coolest days ever was when this came out. Um, they went and they, they had some like 60 journalists in New York. And they booked all these rooms. And, um, and they, they, they smelled it. They, and every interview before the interview would start, I'd now talked to these people for years and years, but before the interview started, they'd say, good for you. It's really good. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship, but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson.